coffee and your Bible. Today's Friday, and it's Fear Not Friday. Year of Our Lord 2023. This is Daybreak Live with the Nesbitts and Josh and Charles. Who did that song? Where did that song come from? Man, I love that song. <coughs> That's such happy a good song. Happy holidays, everybody. Huh? That's an happy holiday. Happy holiday. It's another Friday. It's another Friday. Shabbat Shalom. Last work day of the week. Hallelujah. Ready to start the weekend. Everybody's working for the weekend. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get over here on chat. Let's see. It says there's some people out there. 
All right. Good morning. Good morning. Yes. Good morning. All right, guys, we're in the book of Proverbs. We got to verse eight yesterday and and now we should be able to make some headway today. Uh, should be able to get up to about verse 19 because the subject matter is the same now that we're in here and now we can get moving. So uh, we ended yesterday with verse 8 where it says, My son, hear the instruction of your father. Do not forsake the law of your mother. And, and uh, you know, we said yesterday, nobody loves you. And remember, uh, as this can be said over and over and over as we go through the book of Proverbs, but these are not universal laws. And the, these are wise sayings. These are truths. Uh, but they... But that doesn't mean they apply in every single situation in that, in, in a sense. To where, I want to say, and sometimes people, like a person can read this and say, well, my, my father was no good. My mother was no good. And that happens sometimes. Okay. But these are general, practical truths. And so always remember that as you're going through, because uh, it'll, it'll help it to relate to you. But nobody loves you like your parents. I mean, your parents that, take care of you when you're children. I mean, when your babies are changing diaper, they make sure you're fed. And that's why they can speak into your life like nobody else if you will listen to them, if we will listen to them. But the reality is, is that young people get to a point to where it seems hard for them to listen to older people. People are more prone, and statistically this is true, young people, we are more prone when we're young to listen to peers. We're more prone to listen to people that have no more life experience than we do and get our advice from them. <laughs> Yesterday, we ended the broadcast talking about King Solomon had a son, the only son that we really is recorded, that's left recorded. His name was Rehoboam, and he was awful, right? And as soon as we hung up, I hung up yesterday. I went offline. <laughs> hung up. Yeah. Brother Charles was like, "Yeah, he wasted the whole month, the world's money, basically." You know, David handed a a kingdom and and much riches to Solomon. Solomon expands that, and Solomon is you know known as the wisest man on earth. The kingdom becomes great and becomes really a global kingdom and a global influence. And then Rehoboam, his son, squanders it, lets it go, loses the money, loses, loses the influence, the kingdom. He loses the kingdom. But what is one of the biggest things that sticks out in my mind about Rehoboam is then when it came time for him to make judgment as a king, instead of listening to the wise, older, elder people of the kingdom, he asked their opinion, and then he asked his peers' opinion, the people of his same age, and the people of his age was like, no, you need to be even harder than your father, and you need to make everybody respect you, and, and he listened to the advice of his peers rather than the advice, advice of the elders and he loses it all, loses the kingdom, loses everything. And so that's why we talked about the irony. And I, I actually think this is why Solomon says in one of his writings, he's like, you build your whole life building this financial, I'm putting it in my words, 
you spend your whole life building all this financial gain to hand to your kid, and then you don't know when you hand it to your kid if he's going to be a wise, wise or a fool with it, right? And I, I think that's one of the reasons Solomon said that, you know. And so, so my son, so these are letters now coming like a father to a son. My son, hear the words of your father. Listen to your mother. You know, we should listen to wise counsel. Don't forsake the law of your mother. Your mother's going to tell you things, and it ain't going to be what people your age are going to tell you, okay? But he's encouraging, listen to mom and dad rather than listening to people your age, okay? Yeah, it doesn't hurt to have, if you're going to have a peer group they're going to listen to, make sure they're a peer group that also listens to their, their parents. parents. Their yeah, parents, yeah, and they're out there, and they're out there. They are out there. So verse 9, that brings us to verse 9. It says, for they will be a graceful ornament on your head and chains about your neck, like... What, what all it's really talking about is like awards or trophies. It's like it's going to be a decoration, you know. It's like the, the, this is going to be like a ornament on your head, like a crown. A thing of beauty. Yeah, a thing of beauty. It's going to be beautiful to you if you listen to the, your, the people who love you most and that actually care about you most. It's going to become something very beautiful to you, like a chain around your neck, like a crown on your head. Beautiful, beautiful things. Verse 10. My son, and this and, and and now the rest of it, the reason I said we're gonna be able to move quite a bit is because we talk about kind of gang activity here, but it says, My son, if sinners entice you, do not consent. Now I want to hone in here just a little bit. There's this kind of funny saying, uh that I used to hear, I can't think, was it Flip Wilson that used to say the hey, devil made me do it? Okay, here's the reality. I know, I know, and, and I know Flip Wilson and that whole thing was comedy and being fun, funny. The devil made me do it. But here's here's the reality. People think this. They think the devil made me do it. He says, if sinners entice you, do not consent. The devil, listen, can't make you do anything without your consent. Hello, did you hear that? Amen. Neither can your peer press your friends. He's saying if they're enticing you, don't listen to them, don't consent. We have to give consent to go along with bad advice. Did you have something you want to say? Oh, you know, just a reference to that is in James it says, but every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. And enticed, that, that's a good reference too. And and in the reference that came to my head was 1 Corinthians 15, where it says, in the King James Version, it says, evil, be not deceived, evil communications corrupt good manners. Yeah. And it's saying bad company, right? Yeah. Uh, Spoils useful habits. Yeah, it's, it's not good. I just wanted to say, based on the Flip Wilson reference, he, he did say that. But he also had this other main saying, and it was called, Here, Here comes, comes the, the Judge. judge. <laughs> Here comes the judge, okay. Right. But here's the point. Of, the point of the Proverbs is he's saying to his son, don't listen. Don't listen. And I wanted to add in that not only can your friends not take you away, not only can your lust not take you away, whatever's enticing us, we must consent to it. You can't, you know, 
Now, I'm not saying there's not situations where you can be overpowered, but we're talking about giving into the sway of sinners, giving into the sway and the pull and the advice of others. That's what we're talking about. Because if we have the Holy Spirit, we have the ability to cast that upon the Lord, and He will make a way of Amen. 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 So, verse 11, so if they say, come with us, let us lie and wait to shed blood. Let us lurk secretly for the innocent without cause. Let us swallow them alive like Sheol and whole like those who go down to the pit. For we shall find kinds of precious possessions, and we shall fill our houses with spoil. That brings me to us to verse 13. He's basically saying, uh, you know, we get rich quick. We get rich quick. And that's why I titled in here, I put in, in, the, in the subtitle, Shun Gang Activity, Right? So I looked up some statistics. Now, from two, in 2012, the statistic was there were 30,700 gangs in 2012. The percentage ran this way. In cities, there, the cities has the highest percent of gangs, 41.6%. In 2012, sub, uh, uh, suburban counties, 25.8%. Uh, small cities... 27.1%, and then rural counties, I live in a rural county, 5.5%, so much smaller gang activity in a rural county. Right, but, but, in, but in cities, or in big cities, the percentage is much higher in gangs. What, what, do, what happens with gangs? Gangs lying wait, right? They're like, uh, they go in and steal, or they... They kill people. Matter of fact, I looked up some more gang violence. This is this is recent. Mm. Listen to this. Gang violence facts and statistics in the U.S. Why are you reading this, Brother Scott? Because we're reading something written thousands of years ago. And so, well, that don't apply to today. Nobody's going to say, let us lay in wait to shed blood. Yeah, they do. They still do. In the United States, 13% of all murders, all murders are associated with gangs. 13%? 13% all murders, gangs. There's four different gang groups, street gangs, organized crime gangs, prison gangs, and motorcycle gangs. Uh, a youth stays in a gang for an average of one to two years. In the first six months of 2019, 16.3 gang-related crimes per day were registered in L.A. Mm. A fifth of gang members said they were operating a website or a social media page. 40% uh, of gangs came from large cities. Uh, every year, 2,000 murders are gang-related. So, just to say, this proverb, th these wise sayings still apply. It would still apply even today. When people and sinners entice you and say, come on, come on, look, we can kill them and take their money. You say, nobody would do that today. Yes, they do. Many of the gangs that murder has to be part of the initiation process. Part of the initiation, you're right, to, to be in the gang, to, to prove your allegiance, right? And so... 
Solomon is saying, so this, there's nothing new under the sun. Solomon is saying, my son, Solomon is saying, my son, don't listen to him. And, and when they say, come, and let's go shed innocent blood. Let's go uh, hide in secret, you know, uh, for the innocent without cause. In other words, this guy did you no wrong. He didn't do anything to you. This person did nothing to you. You just going and taking him over and taking his stuff. And you think, well, the spoil, that's what the spoil is, the riches, right? Well, I take everything he's got. Now I've got his car. Now I've got his money that's in his pocket. He's saying, that, don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, verse 14, cast in your lot among us. Let us have one purse, right? My son, do not walk. Verse 15, do not walk in the way with them. Don't do it. Keep your foot from their path. For their feet run to evil, and they make haste to shed blood. Surely in vain the net is spread in the sight of any bird, but they lie in wait for their own blood. They lurk secretly for their own lives. What's he saying? Everything they're doing is going to come back on them. It's going to come back to bite them. The judge, what'd you say about the flip Here, come the Here comes the judge. So, and in our lives, dear Christians, dear brothers and sisters, stop saying the devil made me do it. The devil can't make you do anything. No, he can't. He can entice you. Okay, you can be enticed, and how? And we can give ourselves to enticement. We can surround ourselves with bad influences. Hello, we can do that. Okay, and wisdom says don't do that. Hang out with people that's going to make you a better person, that's going to influence you in the right way, that's going to disciple you in the ways of the Lord. That's the people you should hang around. Now, I do as a pastor, I teach people that we say, okay, Jesus hung out with sinners. He hung out with bad people. That is true. But Jesus was also fully God in the flesh. And here's the reality. There is a time in strength when we're strong, then you can go and be a good influence to people that uh, you can be a, a salt and light to people's life. But my encouragement, my teaching as a pastor to people is don't hang around people in the area where you're weak. Like if it's going to cause you to stumble, you know, you, you, you understand what I mean? Then you don't want to hang around those people because then they're going to pull you into the thing that you've, you're already weak in. Stay away from them, you know, get away from them, stay away from them, and don't go along with them because the judge is coming. And this is what this is saying. They're, they're laying a net for their self. They're going to have to stand before the Lord, right? Uh, they're going to reap what they sow. Yeah, they're lying in wait. When they're hiding there and they're lying in wait secretly, ooh, when they're lying in wait to kill someone, you know who they're actually taking the life of? Their own life. That's what that's what the wisdom is. Let me read the next one and then you comment, Mom. Uh, so are the ways of everyone, everyone who is greedy for gain. It takes and it takes away the life of its owners. Greedy for gain. Go. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I, I got a picture when you were talking about um, that. Yes, Jesus did. He was known as a friend of sinners and, and publicans, but. Um, 
I got a picture of somebody in like quicksand, because that's what this kind of sin and and lust of the flesh is like quicksand. Mm-hmm. And if you're not strong enough, you know, to pull them out of the mire, don't go near the edge. Take mm-hmm. somebody else with you that can help you hold on. Mm-hmm. You know, we're we are supposed to be light. Yeah. But I don't think Jesus. I don't. I don't see Jesus staying forever. In their company. Yeah. I right. see him being there to change the atmosphere. And hey, if they don't, he, he told his disciples, if they don't receive you, dust your feet off Amen. and move on down the line. Amen. Now here, this is mainly, you know, and I relate this today mostly to gang activity. But it also is going to fit with any kind of activity. The, the truth is, when people, when you start hanging around with people that are not good influences on you, it can really affect you. You know, I, I can give you a person. I'll give you personal testimony, okay? Because I can talk about anything in my life. So when I'm 15 years old, uh, there's some kids that have moved down to this rural area and come into school, and they became my friends. And uh, I thought a lot of them, they moved down from up north. And... They wanted to watch a movie. So I'm 15, and I rode my three-wheeler over to their house to watch a movie. And when I got there, uh, and when they put in the movie, it was a triple X movie. It was a pornographic movie, right? Now, I could have got up and walked out. I'm 15, but instead, I didn't. And hanging there caused an addiction to set up in my life that would haunt me and stay with me until the power of Jesus Christ through the blood of Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Ghost that was broke off my life. But it becomes an addiction. And what I'm saying is, and you say, well, why would you talk about that on daybreak? Do you have any idea how addictive and how much this is among the church people today still? And it shouldn't be. And the point is this. You can innocently hang around with people that you don't know is going to kind of influence you, but then it takes upon your own weaknesses coming come in there, your own fallenness comes in, and the next thing you know, you're addicted to something that you didn't want to be addicted to. Same thing can happen in so many areas, whether it's drugs, whether it, there's an addiction that takes place, and then you have this thing just... It's like it's got a hold on you, okay? It grabs you, and, it, and, and it's like you can't get rid of it. Well, the, the reality is you can't get really rid of it without the Lord's help, I don't think. I think it takes the Lord. At least for me, it's the Lord. Only through the power of Jesus can these things be broke in your life. And now you can add in there whatever your addiction or your weakness was and put it in there. But to say this, guys, sometimes... You don't realize the influence. Young people certainly don't realize the influence that the people they hang around influences them. Little things that even young people can say and and cause you to start thinking less about the teachings of your father and your mother, right? Or the teachings of the pastor or the teachings of the elders at church. And you start thinking a little less of what they're how they're leading you and how they're teaching you because you li- we listen a little more to the peer pressure around us and until something gets a hold of us. Because remember, and this is scripture, that the devil walketh around like a lion, like a 
roaring lion, doing what? What's he doing? Mm -hmm. Seeking whom he may devour. So what the enemy tries to do is, have you ever have you ever watched a lion going after prey? And the 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 whole pack, the pack might get the they, the whole pack of lions might get all of them moving, right? But it's the one that veers away from the pack. That's the one that gets pounced on. That's the one that gets pounced on. And in the same way, Christians, if you're a born-again child of God, I'm encouraging you with everything in me. I don't care how old you are. If you're 15, if you're 14, if you're 13, uh, if you're older, Hang out with other Christians and people who love the Lord and that also are trying to walk right. Amen? Get around those kind of influences, and it's going to help you, not hurt you. One last comment on the gang activity. One reason that they the murder they choose murder as a, an initiation process is there's no statute of limitations on murder, so they've got their hooks in you for the rest yep. of life because they know. Mm -hmm. Right. And so when they entice you to do that. So, amen. I think this is very wise stuff to hear here, you know, today. And, and I, you know, I try to share with you my own life and things in my own life. Why? In hopes, you know, that young people don't go there. You know, Lisa and I both, our kids are, have been raised totally different than the way we were raised, right? And, and we had, we had good parents, but, but we didn't, uh, but, but we, gave in more to just the the people around us, you know, and doing and and it led us down a road that when Jesus filled us with his spirit and we get God in our life and then we raised our kids to be totally different than us, you know. And so sometimes you can say, well, how dare you say that? You had all these problems. That's why I don't want my son and my daughters to have those problems. That's why we've taught them don't go there, don't do that. And with as much love as possible, okay? With as much love as possible. But the reality is we want their good. We don't want all them to have all the scars that we've had. We don't want them to have all those big injuries that we have that you have to deal with through the rest of your life. Amen? Amen. 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 All right. Well, praise the Lord. Mm -hmm. Have a great weekend. Thank you for your comments. We're going to go back and read a bunch of these comments. And uh, thank you for being here on this Fear Not Friday. Man, the, the Bible is wise. It is God's word to us. May we listen to it and apply it. These Proverbs are going to get into, if we'll listen to these Proverbs, man, it'll get us, it gets into our personal life and speaks to us. Okay? So, don't let sinners entice you. Resist the devil and he will flee from you and resist bad influences in Jesus' name. Let's pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and give us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Shabbat Shalom, dear friends. May you have a blessed and powerful weekend. May your weekend be filled 
with the presence and power of Jesus Christ in your life and breaking every addiction and every chain off of you because he has the power to break it off. Amen. Love you guys. See you next week. Bye.